welcome to this episode of a re-series. You guys have showed up, whether you're walking, you're here at other time, you're moving, you're doing something, you're experiencing summer and the change of place and that change of place to hopefully give you that change of perspective. Today we're talking about redesign and I don't know about you, Alan, but when I hear that word, I always think of the inordinate amount of shows on television about house flipping and taking something and giving it a refresh, taking a kitchen and making it more uh, beautiful and more efficient to work within, um, taking houses that are confusing to walk through and making it where you can easily navigate them. Um, that's where my mind goes. And as we as we start moving along, what do we mean by redesign when it comes to life and leadership? Well, I have redesigned a home and came into a home that was in the mid sixties. And honestly, most of it looked like it as we moved in and it had some great bones, but it took a lot of work and some redesigning work. But as we record this, I'm actually sitting in our stay forth hub space and co-working space. And this has had several redesigns over time. But as we walked through this yet again, we saw good bones and it needs a lot of work. And so we created these different office spaces. We created opportunities for people to hang out in. We even have an incredible vintage camper named Betty in there that I'm often recording from or doing Zoom calls. It functions as a small office within this larger garage industrial space with garage doors that flip up and look toward the mountains. And so in any space, and we're talking now spaces in your life as we transition this conversation, a redesign is about working with what you already have. There are limitations on this building. I cannot knock this whole thing down and start over again. But within it, there's a lot of room to move. You have limits on your life. So do I, so does Jonathan. However, you have opportunity. You have the ability to redesign. And we think about this word design, Jonathan, it really is about form and function. Form, that beauty, that spark and function. Does it work? Is it practical? And we have to keep form and function in mind as we are designing. Remember, we are stay forth design. So we are a design agency, but we are helping people redesign their life and leadership all the time. This is what coaching looks and feels like. And by the way, this series gives you a little bit of look into what coaching is. This is going to feel like a coaching experience because we want to leave you with good questions time to reflect, and an opportunity not just for good information, but for true transformation to happen, which we believe if you don't fast forward through these times, if you are sitting on the couch and you take time to journal, to take time to write a next step, or if you're out on a walk, a hike, a run, or exercising, that you have this time to just reflect. We don't have much margin to reflect. I don't think we can redesign without taking some margin time whether it's three minutes here between these questions or whether it's 30 minutes or whether it's a vision day, like I'm going to take here in a couple of weeks where I'll get away for six to eight hours and I will look back, look ahead, redesign, build out this life. So in redesigning, I want to invite you to think about your schedule. Think about your rhythms. People would say that if they could see the money you spend and the time that you invest, they will know what matters to you. And I absolutely agree. Those are two precious things about our lives. Where are we spending our time? Where are we spending our money? And I believe there are things, maybe it's 6%, maybe it's 46% in your work week that you actually can redesign. So we start with that. We do have hope 
that it can be different. At Stay Forth, we want to introduce you to the right questions that bring about the right transformation. At the end, if you hold on, we're actually going to give you access to a free tool. And by the way, this is our kind of keystone tool, our most downloaded, most utilized tool. When we think about redesign, what is broken? What's not working in your life? We're going to talk a little bit about stuckness. Now, we don't like coming back to this term of stuckness all the time, but we hear it from leaders every single week. I feel stuck inside of the life that I'm living. And if you were to do an honest assessment, do you say that? Are you feeling stuck inside of your life for leadership or is there an area of your life for leadership where you feel stuck? And if you do, let me just tell you this, it's okay. It turns out you are normal. You are human. There's an area of life that I always have to re-examine and I used to say, I need to re-examine this about every other year. About every two years, I re-examine my weekly rhythms around life, family, and work. Well, then it scooted up to about every year I'd re-examine my rhythms. And now I re-examine my rhythms twice a year. There are two seasons for me. It's called the school year and it's called the summer. The school year and the summer have very different needs for my family, very different rhythms. Jonathan, I, and the Stay Fourth team experience a very different rhythm of work as well, where we may, somebody may be on vacation for a week, tending to their soul and their rest and replenishment and their family. And we also have more coaching during the school year. We have people wanting to run harder at a different pace. So for me, I always am needing to redesign my life. So first of all, you're normal if you need to redesign something right now. Secondly, don't miss this moment. And we believe that this podcast episode specifically there are areas where you can experience freedom from God the Father because you are feeling stuck. What might have been working before or honestly, maybe never worked that well is time to move on. A couple things I've learned before we leave you with a question. Number one, we always have more room to move and in this case, redesign our life and leadership than we think. You've got more space to redesign your life and leadership than you think. If you feel like you're stuck, I guarantee you there are things that you can change. Now, it's not going to leave you feeling free tomorrow. It's not going to be functioning perfectly tomorrow. In fact, quite the opposite. Things to me tend to feel clunky for a while when I'm not used to them, even if that's a freeing decision. Even if that's the right decision, I'm not going to feel this wave of freedom the first time I stop having that meeting or the first time that I go away for a vision refresh for a day, the first time that we have a three-hour meeting to think about the future of something different and how it could be. The first time I change my coaching schedule, the first time you change your meetings, the first time you change how you interact with email is going to feel clunky. But we encourage you when redesigning, there is always a period where there is dust in the house, things need to come down, and it is going to feel ugly or awkward for a while. So as long as you promise to live with us in the dust and some of that awkwardness of the redesign, we'll begin to leave you with some reflection questions. What routines or patterns have you feeling stuck right now? What routines or patterns in your life or leadership have you feeling stuck right now? Examine that question. We'll see you up ahead.
wherever you find yourself enjoying today's episode, I want you to take whether you're holding a coffee cup in your hand, writing with a pen, you're walking, the shoes on your feet, uh, the car you're driving, the clothes you're wearing. Every one of those articles and items, there's two things that go into when they're designed and then redesigned for different versions. And Alan said it, form and function. And without even realizing it, we place a great emphasis on making sure the things that we invest in to make our everyday lives more comfortable have a good form and they and they function the way we need them to. Again, the shoes you're wearing, the cup you're holding, the car seat you're sitting in, the beach chair you're sitting in, wherever you find yourself, look at that. Well, why not you? Your life is no different. Your leadership's no different. Form and function in your life and leadership have to be in a way that's sustainable for you. We're not talking about balance. We're talking about rhythm. And we often hear the term balance. We're finding good work-life balance, finding good uh, life balance. Well, that to me indicates an inherent number, an inherent amount of reactivity. Because think about it. You're standing on a surfboard. You're standing on the, watch the people that tightrope walk, watch the guys that juggle and balance plates. They're always responding to every finite movement, little tiny movement to try and maintain control. And life is more about rhythm. And when we're redesigning our life and leadership to be more rhythmic and have a better flow with better form and function, we're leaning into rhythm and less balance. I'm going to be quiet and I'll let Alan take it from here. Most people I coach have something they'd like to do more of, something that they are excited about. I often hear, I'd love to take more vacation. I'd love to work toward a sabbatical a couple of years from now. I'd love to have more space to just invest in my staff without having to feel like those were meetings. I'd love to just tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, let's go grab lunch. I'd love to go home early and surprise my family. I'd love to make more time for exercise in my life. I would love to read more just to pick up a book. I'd love to have a morning a week that wasn't rushed that I could go to a coffee shop and start the day more easily. I'd love to have more date nights. I'd love for my wife and I to plan an amazing vacation for our kids. I would love to blank. Whatever you're putting in that blank, chances are you've got limiting beliefs around that. I could never do that because blank. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough energy or just plain. I've never seen it done before. And I don't actually know how, which is where we meet people to shepherd them along that journey as a guide. When we coach, when we say it is possible. So friends, I'm going to invite you into hope in this next question, but I want to start with this. It's going to take courage to believe this is even possible. If you have these longings that you're looking for in your life, your family, your leadership, your schedule, it is going to take courage. It's going to take faith as well, because like I said earlier, you are not going to feel the immediate freedom from this. In fact, it is probably going to feel harder to change, even if it's a good thing, than to move backward. Where am I going to get the money for that trip that we want to take? Well, you're probably going to have to give some things up to be able to start saving now. Where am I going to get that day in the middle of my week to reinvest in vision again and reinvest in my team? Well, you're probably going to have to say no to some things that are good, maybe some meetings that were good, but just aren't best in this season. You're going to have to push against some things that weren't the best in order to get 
to the timely, the new, the best. And in order to do that, we want to invite you to hear from the Lord. We want to invite you to ask these questions and to lean in with courage, to lean in with faith, to know that there are longings in your heart, that you want something to be different in the future than it has been in the past. Here's the question we're going to leave you with. What are you longing for in your schedule? What are you longing for in your schedule? Take some time to think through that. We'll see you up ahead. But you didn't say that you're longing for more email, you're longing for more meetings, you're longing for more issues, you're just longing for 10 more opportunities you have to say no to. There are always more worries. Scripture reminds us of that. Tomorrow we'll have worries. Guess what? Next week we'll have worries and beyond. We can't live a life free of any issues. We can't just bury our head in the sand and imagine that everything is going fine culturally or organizationally, or in your family, or in your life. You're waiting for that day. That day's never going to happen. We live in the reality of this broken world. But 
chances are you've given yourself these limiting beliefs to say, I could never blank. I could never have space to go on that vacation. I could never have the margin space. I could never experience a weekly Sabbath. I just have too much to do. I can't receive that gift from the Lord. So whatever limiting belief you have is going to butt up against that longing that you just thought about. Whether you are longing for more space or you are longing for more opportunity to live within your gifting, your unique design and skill set, you're going to hit those limiting beliefs. And we want to invite you to bring those to the Father. You don't end up living the life you're designed to live on accident. So we need to move from a reactive posture to a proactive posture. You're going to need to pray to think about those things. What am I longing for in my schedule? To be honest and assess, where do I feel stuck? Friends, this is a worthy investment of your time. Whether you can invest 30 minutes right when you turn this off, and you can go on airplane mode, put your phone aside, and continue to open your journal and ask these questions. What are those routines or patterns that have me stuck? And what am I longing for in my schedule? We want to get you to pay attention to what you pay attention to. The things that are dragging you down and making you feel stuck, the things that are getting you excited, those longings in your heart, both of those on either end matter. They matter deeply. They matter to God. They matter to you. And they matter to all the people that when you are living in freedom, never perfection, when you're living in freedom, when you are living the life you're designed to live, they cascade down to others, people on your team, your family, the friends, the neighbors around you, the people that you're going to serve, the people that you get to use your gifts, and then they benefit from as well. We want to invite you into a proactive posture and away from a reactive one. Again, tomorrow we'll have more worries. I can guarantee you of that. Tomorrow we'll have more urgent thoughts, more texts, more people that think that they need you right then. But there are important things that you need to hear from God. You need to have priorities in your life and you need to chart a course toward those. That is what redesigning is all about. Someday, like redesigning a space that I'm sitting in, you are going to go, man, it's beautiful to live within this space. Not a perfect space. There's still cracks in the walls and little things messed up with this old building that's about 100 years old, but we've redesigned it for both form and function. We want to leave you talking about a tool, and I'm going to have Jonathan share just a little bit of how this tool has been helpful to him. But I want to share about the weekly planning grid and how this has been helpful to me. Years ago, I realized that if I didn't have blocks in my schedule to do particular things, those things just wouldn't happen. For seasons of my life, that's been writing a book that was incredibly important to me, but I didn't just magically have three, four, five hours a week to be able to do that, whether that's leading my team or honestly recording this podcast. If we don't have it on the calendar, it can easily slip out. And we cannot have all of you guys' amazing ears on this podcast being shaped by it because we simply didn't design our schedules for it and didn't block and batch as we talk about. We'll explain that more later, but we do want to offer you this weekly planning grid tool. And the reality is there are things that just have to happen in your life and you got to schedule those. Then there are the get-tos that you are excited for, especially this summer, to not miss out on those. So that's how the weekly planning grid has been helpful to me. Jonathan, how's it been helpful to you? I've always been something or someone that has pushed firmly against planners and strict schedules. I don't like to see my days and weeks broken down into 15, 30, 45 and one hour chunks. That works for some people. 
and it didn't work for me. It actually made me more reactive and pushed me to a place of, oh man, God gave me this amazing brain. I'll remember it all. And, and that really doesn't work. Um, I mean, listening to this episode, you'll probably have to go back and, and wonder, oh, they said this, they said that. You're writing things down. And so when I was introduced to the weekly planning grid, it was, it was simple, it's practical. There's a few blocks on it. Each day starts with a purpose. And that is something as simple as naming your purpose for the day or naming what, what outcome do you hope to accomplish by the end of the day? What is the purpose? Three blocks, morning, afternoon, and evening. And I can break them down and I can include as I became better at implementing this discipline into my weekly rhythms, it became something that gave me a solid set of guardrails to keep me moving in the right direction in a way that I would most prefer. It doesn't always go that way. Let's be real. Life happens. Wherever you find yourself today, life is going to happen and you're going to have to respond some way. But quite simply stated, the form and function of the weekly planning grid gave me a tool to redesign my weeks to where I could be as proactive in my response to a reactive world. And that's how it changed my life and leadership. We just want to leave you with this, that we in the show notes are leaving a link where you can get this weekly planning grid and you can always email us. If there's something that you missed hello at stayforth.com. That's H E L L O at S T A Y F O R T H.com. Ask us for the weekly planning grid. But that download, we believe, will be an investment into your future. As I said, my rhythm is changing twice a year, where it is at the beginning of the school year and at the beginning of the summer, I'm going to live very different rhythms throughout the year. The needs of my family change. The needs of my heart and soul change. I need more rest and replenishment in the summer. I have more space in the summer, more reinvestment in the family. My guess is your rhythm changes throughout the year at least once a year. And we want to invite you with courage and faith to hear from the Father during these episodes. But as you turn this off, that you would maybe continue, continue in a posture of contemplation and reflection to ask these questions. What routines or patterns have you feeling stuck? And what are you longing for in your schedule? It is possible to redesign your life and leadership more along with how God has uniquely designed you, put you together, knit you together in your mother's womb, and you are still living at it. We are not all the same. And yet we have areas in our life that we all feel stuck and you're completely normal. We all long for, we haven't yet experienced and you're completely normal. And here we are in this moment to invite you to redesign. We are having a lot of fun on this podcast and we have taken a break, as you've noticed from our regular interviews, we're going to continue in this re-series where each week we want you to look at a crucial area of life. We want this summer to be the summer of re for you. And we've already talked about three themes. We're going to continue to bring these your way. Don't miss a chance to reflect, to contemplate, and to ask these crucial questions. We'll see you up ahead on our next episode.